Good morning. As before Mass, I stated, we are in the Advent season as a time of preparation. In fact, some of the early church fathers described the season of Advent as that of a little Lent. Just as Lent prepares us for Easter, Advent prepares us, and we prepare our hearts and our minds. And me and Father Mike had to do some preparations as of recently because we decided we were going to do a preaching series over Advent. And we come up with a title, Born Identity. And it's kind of funny because it touched me because that this title, because growing up, my dad worked nine to ten months out the year in the oil field. He'd come back for two, three days, maybe a week at a time. And thus, it was a time of celebration when dad would come back. Usually we make a reservation somewhere at a restaurant. We go eat out. But kind of the main thing we'd do because he'd come back and he'd be dog tired, so he'd rest most of those days. So we'd watch movies together. That's how me and my dad and my brother would spend time together. We'd watch movies. And as me and Father Mike are spitballing back and forth trying to come up with this preaching series, a mutual love of movies came up because we wanted to talk about identity and our identity as Catholics, our identity as Christians, and where do we get our identity? Well, it's in the sacraments. So thus, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about the sacraments of initiation, baptism, Eucharist, and confirmation, and how these not only give us, but they restore our identity and as me and Father are going back and forth, we started talking about the movie The Born Identity. Some of you may remember that movie from the early 2000s, Matt Damon's in it. And it's about an individual who has lost his identity. He does not know who he is. His identity has been taken from him. And thus, the premise of the film is he's trying to go out and find out who he is and what had happened to him and along the way right some of the wrongs that he had done under this false identity he was living under. And many of us may find ourselves from time to time living under a false identity, under an alias. And sometimes it's not an identity that we've chosen. Sometimes that false identity has been placed upon us by friends, by family members, by our parents, by our coworkers, by our government, by those around us. But there is one individual who's always trying to place a false identity upon us because he has a nefarious purpose for that false identity. And that is the devil, Satan. He is always trying to keep us living in this false identity that he himself has crafted to keep us in darkness. But he has no authority to give us an identity. Only one who has authority to give us an identity is that of Christ. But in fact, we're not alone in being given false identities of people saying who and what we are. Christ, this happened to Christ himself in the Gospels. We hear in the Gospel Christ saying, who do the people say that I am? And man, you start hearing all kinds of things, people saying, oh, people say that you are this, and people say that you are that. Some say you are a prophet, others say you are a holy man. Some say you are Elijah, reincarnated. Some say you cast out demons by the prince of Beelzebub. But it's in that moment that Peter, 
who at this time was still Simon, says, Lord, you are the Christ, the one we have been waiting for. And in that moment of him identifying who Christ is, who Christ's real identity is, Christ in love turns to Peter and says, and I now tell you who you are. I tell you your identity. You are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. Christ, in a similar way, wants to encounter each and every one of us. He wants to restore the identity that he himself has wonderfully and beautifully crafted for each of us. But again, as we used to say, Ozazut, my grandparents would say about the devil, Ozazut, he wants to continue getting at us. And he will say, man, what Christ is telling you, it's too good to be true. You can't follow that. That's too good. No, 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 no. He begins telling us lies. He says, I need to keep you in that false identity. He begins telling us, you are unloved. You are the sum of your sins. You are a mistake. You have to take care of yourself because no one else will. You have to fight me alone. God will abandon you when you need him most. And you are responsible for your life, all the good and the bad. The devil tells us these lies and he does this to keep us in that false identity because if he keeps us in the false identity, we're not very good Christians. We're not living as we're called to live. But Christ responds with the words of truth. He tells us such things as, you are precious and honored in my sight. You are the sum of the Father's love for you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your heavenly Father will take care of you. God is fighting for you. And I will never leave you nor forsake you. And your heavenly Father is responsible for your life. Satan tries to confuse our identity. He tries to have us to be disassociated from who and what Christ made us to be. And by doing that, he further disassociates us from Christ. Gets at us by saying, oh, you can't approach him. You can't do that because of who and what and what you've done in the past. But Christ says, no, I welcome you. I will give you a new heart. I will give you a new identity, an identity rooted in me. And Jesus critiques, he gives a critique of those caught in the web of Satan in these particular lies. He says, you belong to your father, the devil, and you willingly carrying out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks in character because he is a liar and the father of lies. And that's from John 8:44. And Christ says in response to this, for this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is the truth hears my voice. And that truth is that each and every one of us has been purchased by Christ upon the cross. Each and every one of us, by the baptismal font, is made a new creation. He takes that false identity away from us. We hear St. Paul talks about how the old man is drowned in the waters of baptism, that old false identity. And finally, through those waters, as we're gonna talk about next week, we receive something, we receive a new birthright, we receive an adoption, we receive a new identity 
as a beloved son or a beloved daughter of God the Most High. And thus I invite you to firstly ask yourself, who are you giving authority to claim who and what your identity is? Because if you're giving it to other people, if you're giving it to the devil, if you're giving it to anyone but Christ, you are taking on a false identity. So thus this week, ask Christ, Lord, allow me to live the identity you have made me to live, that I may be rooted in you who is the truth. And thus I also invite you over the next couple of weeks to return as we talk about next week baptism and the week after that the Eucharist and finally the sacrament of confirmation how all these root us in the identity of Christ. Allow us to be nourished to live that identity and finally to have the boldness to live out that identity in the world. Amen.